Well, good evening, everybody, and welcome to the Three Nerds Walk Into a Bar podcast. As as always, excuse me, wow, uh, as always, we are happy to have you guys here, and I am always delighted to introduce the nerds tagging along with me tonight into the bar, and to my left, I have Mr. D.L. Howard. What's going on, everybody? And to my right, I have the one and only Brandon Satterwhite. Hot takes. <laughs> How you good folks doing? So, guys, it wasn't as crazy of a week as last week, which will be reflective in the show that we do this week. Because last week, for anybody who was listening, notice we didn't do a, a question to end the show. But um, still has some good content to watch. Something a little bit different. A little bit of news as well. Suicide Squad trailer. <laughs> the question well, is, did the... you watch it, Brandon? I did. Okay. Okay. The the follow up question is, what's the official name of this movie again? <laughs> uh, <laughs> James Gunn's The Suicide Squad. It seems like they're just uh, trying to erase that person. Well, what do you think? I will reserve oh, judgment. It definitely looks like the tone switched up. Mm-hmm. Uh, looks more like uh, I mean I I guess that's what's supposed to happen you're supposed to be able to recognize a director but there's like Guardian of the Galaxy vibes all over it just his sense of humor yeah for sure like the way even the, like the way the trailer opens when they're rushing in to save Harley and she's already out so is that this is gonna be a completely sidetrack on it is that how we're gonna start doing movies now like Zack Snyder's Justice League James Gunn's Suicide Squad. Oh, I just added James Russell Brothers. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Oh, okay. Never mind. <laughs> I thought you were saying that. Was like the Russo Brothers. And- <laughs> yeah, I was trying to make a play on words, but they are just calling it the Suicide Squad. I feel like in the first one, they tried to make her the comic relief. This seems like overall, it's just going to be like comedy throughout. So I'm excited to see um, Idris Elba and John Cena's characters interact Peacemaker and um, Bloodsport. Yeah, Bloodsport. I think those two will have some fun interactions. Yeah, John Cena seems like he's going to be pretty funny. Yeah. Well, he's already got a spinoff show, Greenlit, a James Gunn spinoff show, Greenlit. Wow. On HBO Max for Peacemaker. Yeah, you didn't know that? Yeah. No, I didn't. Yep. He, I think he has a six-episode spinoff show already Greenlit for, for Peacemaker. That's cool. Um, with James Gunn, I think writing it or producing it, one of the two. I'm excited. You know, I didn't, I didn't get a chance to see him in the trailer. I heard him, but I just couldn't find him. <laughs> that was a bad joke. Okay, I'm sorry, audience. I gotcha. <laughs> I gotcha. It, it goes to the "You can't see me" WWE <laughs> John Cena. <laughs> but it's that it's, it's it's as The Rock dropped. The Rock from Dwayne Johnson. He's trying to be an actor now, guys. Yeah. Let's let's go. <laughs> yeah. um, but no, I think I think that will be exciting. Um, you know, again, straight to HBO Max, and I'm excited for that. I'll be making sure April 16th is it? Uh, is it this? Oh, never mind. No, April 16th is Mortal Kombat. Which brings okay. us to our next piece of news that got pushed back. Ew, no, it didn't, did it? Yeah, just a week, what? though. They pushed it back okay, to April 23rd. 
because I'm in a wedding, or Caroline, my wife is in the wedding that weekend. <laughs> I'm gonna have to wait till Sunday to watch that. So. I can see it now. Paul's in the crowd with a, his phone propped up and an AirPod in one ear. <laughs> Put your phone in the seat in front of you. <laughs> well, the Friday night was only the rehearsal dinner, so I could have just like sat off to the side. I'd have been good. <laughs> could have been that guy. Clearly doesn't want to be. But yeah, so it got pushed back yeah. a week. Uh, I didn't see a reason why. I just said they announced they were moving it from the 16th to the 23rd. I'm trying to think, like sporting events going on? No. Nah, March Madness will be over. The NBA won't have hit playoffs yet. I don't know. Well, along that same vein, sorry, uh, Brandon, you haven't had to get any news yet. Tomorrow, boys. Tomorrow, the showdown yes. begins. The real battle. The real March Madness. <laughs> <laughs> Godzilla versus Kong comes out tomorrow, which I was surprised. I was watching March Madness and I saw that commercial and I was like, I did not know it was coming out on a random Wednesday, but okay, let's go. Yeah, I knew it was the 31st, but I never looked at a calendar to realize the 31st was Wednesday. Yeah, yeah. it's very odd, but you know, hey. That will be fun to watch. I'm excited for that one. You know what I think it is? I do think that it is more of an incentive for people to go out to theaters to see it. Maybe they're trying to get like a little couple extra days of box office weekend money. Shoot, man. I'm already sitting here thinking how I'm going to try to convince Caroline to uh, put up, pull our projector up like in the garage or something like that and watch it on a big screen in there. <laughs> <laughs> I like that idea. You definitely got to watch this on like the biggest screen possible. Well, I know you guys said you didn't want it, but I did something pretty cool. Um, Donald Faison is going to be Professor Utonium in the live-action Powerpuff Girls. I just saw that. I saw that. That should be fun. Yeah, I like Donald Faison a lot. Like He's pretty much the best part of anything that he's in. If you've seen Scrubs, ladies and gentlemen, I hope you have. I know these gentlemen have. Um, Have you listened to their podcast? Quick side note. I have not. I didn't know they had a podcast. Yeah, he and um, Zach Braff did a um, uh, episode by episode podcast, the rewatching. That is probably amazing. During Has that been pandemic. out long? Yeah, yeah, they started it during the pandemic, and last I saw it, which was a couple months ago, they were in like the fourth season already. So I'm pretty sure they knocked Jeez. it all out. Okay, I'm going to have to check that out. I'm glad they're actually friends in real life. Like, you can kind of tell on screen. They're yeah. best friends. Like, some of the best friends in real life. So so yeah, much fun. Yeah. So digress. <laughs> Plug another podcast. <laughs> there we go. Um oh. Nice little cool bit of news. The Obi-Wan TV series has like a crazy cast. Crazy. Mm-hmm. O'Shea Jackson Jr. Yes. In a galaxy far, far away. Yes. yes. I need it. <laughs> Uh, Loki, one of the better heist movies I've seen, was with him. What was it? Uh, oh man, with uh, uh Butler. Yes, uh, that's a really good movie. Now I hate that I can't think of it. Den of Thieves. Den of yep. Thieves. Yes. Fifty yeah. Cent <clears throat> had a pretty nice, uh, pretty cool story to it. All right, yeah. We got uh we are digressing way too much right now. Got, uh, 
Sung Kang in there. Yes. Uh, Ladies and Vanessa Han from the Fast and Furious franchise. I was going to say he was Han mm-hmm. Solo. Or Han, yeah, Han Solo. They did the little play on words there. <laughs> in Fast and Furious, so that's pretty cool. Kind of comes full circle. They uh, they have a Disney actor already in it. Uh, my man Kumal uh, <laughs> from um, Silicon Valley. Not, I think. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's in that. I like Joel Edgerton too. He's he's good. He's oh good yeah, actor. for sure. And uh, Indira Varma from Game of Thrones fame. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, this is gonna be a pretty good cast. I mean, well, you know, we, we've already heard the news of uh, Hayden Christensen, so he's gonna be in it. But uh, I'm really excited for this show. I'm not too familiar with all the other actors, um, especially Moses Ingram, especially the placement of the picture that she's in. Um, she's in uh, Queen's Gambit. If you have not watched that, that's not that is her. She was show. bugging me because I was looking at her face right now, and I was like, I do know her, <laughs> but I don't want to say that. Like, okay, yeah, she's pretty good. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm even more excited now. Yeah, I was wondering if they were ordered in, like, in order of. How off, how much they're in the show as well, but I don't know. Screen time, and yeah, everything. might just be random, and they're trying to throw people off. Could be mm. prettiest. <laughs> now nah, you might have to put Hayden Christensen in there first, then. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, oh. Moses Ingram, she gets my vote, Black Queen. <laughs> Next up will be O'Shea Jackson Jr. Just because you know, size cube son, man, got to go for that. <laughs> um, along the Star Wars line, did you guys watch the um, Bad Batch trailer? Did you see that dropped? I think last night or today. Uh, I have not seen that trailer. Yeah, I have not, I have not seen it either. But it is a spinoff from the Clone Wars um, TV show. So another animated Star Wars show. But I guess, and I never finished the Clone Wars, but I know, Brandon, you probably can elaborate a little bit more. It's from the um, 99 group or something. The Bad Batch? Yeah. Oh, I have not, uh, I haven't seen the trailer yet, so I don't want to like, you know. Oh, I was re- I was reading I was reading about it. Sorry, I, I, it's about I think like the clone ninety nine. I don't know. I'm not sure, but it, it dropped. I think people are excited about it. I need to go check it out. I've been. You need to finish uh, Clone Wars. <laughs> I know. Oh, uh, speaking of Clone Wars, I saw that the original two D cartoon is actually going to start streaming. Um, I, I haven't watched it yet, but I'm excited. The show that. should be good. Oh yeah. Oh okay. I thought she meant like the show in general. Oh no 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 no. I've I've watched Rick and Morty in my dark depraved times. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> it's so crazy. I hate that it takes like the there's no set time between seasons, but I also appreciate that they refuse to put out anything less than perfection. Perfect. Yeah. And for those who care, I share a birthday with Jason Statham and Sandra Bullock, so I think I'm pretty cool. That's pretty cool. I also share a birthday with Kevin Spacey, mean, so I don't know how to feel about that. <laughs> you mean they share a birthday with you? 
That's what I'm talking about, Paul. <laughs> All right. Well, why, well, this train is completely, yeah. completely derailed today. Tangents. <laughs> so, uh, so uh, got any more news? Any more yeah. news? Got one more. I guess I could have, could have segued there when you brought up the Rock, but uh, he's fighting to bring the Snyderverse back. So the Snyderverse is coming yeah. back, is what you're saying? Uh, I mean. The article literally, that I read literally said he's the most bankable star yeah. in Hollywood. So supposedly he's putting pressure on HBO and he's willing to go as far as up the chain to AT&T. <laughs> so. <laughs> the Rock. Excuse, excuse me. Dwayne Johnson is. Yeah. So crazy. he watched the Snyder Cut last week. Apparently it's because he and Henry Cavill are actually friends. Didn't know that. Probably work out together. And he won't. His. But spoiler alert i guess snyder originally planned for henry cavill superman to fight uh the rocks black adam which i just have to imagine by sheer size they would destroy like level a city worse than he and zod did but uh that's what he's interested in and whatever plans snyder had so he's trying to get it restored so I can see HBO folding and just calling it something else. Look, he's got, but and maybe making Snyder like the, their Kevin Feige and just getting other directors. I could see something like yeah, that. Yeah, but they got it perfectly to do it with. I mean, they already showed Barry can time travel, so like, you do the Flash one as we've always said. You do um, Flashpoint, and you just reset everything, but you can kind of reset it still in the Snyder verse. And have Black Adam, Henry Cavill, and Dwayne The Rock Johnson kick the, kick the <laughs> shit out of each other. Where would they have become friends? I'm not like not saying it's not like you don't be like, hey, I'm famous. I'm famous. Yeah, I have the same thing. I think what movies they've been in, but been in together, but I couldn't think of any. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know, like Henry Cavill I, was really good in. Uh, Mission Impossible, but The Rock's not in there. Which I think is the first, like, yeah, he's big in Superman, but in that movie, like, he is Jack. You just see him, like, when you see Henry Cavill as Superman, you're like, okay, yeah, he's supposed to be Superman. But then, you like, you see, you're like, oh, shit. Kind of like when you see Chris Hemsworth in not a Thor movie, you're like, damn, that dude is fucking Jack. Yeah. It's believable that Henry Cavill is slamming guys through sinks in a public bathroom. Yes. <laughs> and loads his arms before his fights. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm here for it. If they, you know, they can work that out. It's not like they're going to fire the rock. <laughs> no. <laughs> they better not. <laughs> I bet you Joss Whedon ain't going to be on that set. Uh. <laughs> uh. We can't bring no no more speaking his name this week. <laughs> Agreed. Okay. All right. Well, if that was all the news that you guys saw this week and all of our digressions out of the way, I think we're ready to move <laughs> forward to um uh, the exciting week that was um. We'll start with uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier um, because there was actually two premiere, or not, well, one premiere uh, a show 
and the uh, continuation of Falcon and the Winter Soldier. And Invincible was the first one, but we will get to that after we discuss some Falcon and the Winter Soldier. So, I mean, right off the bat, let's just say it. John Walker sucks. He is not my captain. He sucks. is not my Captain America. But again, good for Kevin Feige. You, you got a character I hate. You're doing a good job of acting and getting somebody to act that way. <laughs> like you hired the right guy for me to hate. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was cool too that it came. I guess it's just one of those things like kind of a lesson in never giving up. He auditioned to be Captain America in the first place. Oh, I didn't know that. When he lost out to Chris Evans. So, yeah. He said it was his first movie audition ever, which is huge. Yeah, but he... Nepotism. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> but uh, I think it's pretty cool that he... Because, I mean, honestly, I've never seen him in anything other than 22 Jump Street. So. <laughs> and let's, let's not act like that was Oscar-worthy. Uh, you know, when they're eating uh, the Wi-Fi, we feed it. <laughs> <laughs> but, yes, to your point, I do hate him. He is doing a great job playing a obnoxious douche. Yes, that's, that's, that's perfect. For sure. That's perfect. For the public, I might add, he is a layered character already because they do show you that he's like, he wants to do well. Mm-hmm. And he he's concerned with how he's going to come off and if he can live up to it. It's just kind of in public, he's like that. Mm-hmm. And so, super confident yeah, douche. I spoke wrong last uh, episode saying that he becomes a villain. He is a hero for most of the time. I believe there's only small arcs where he actually becomes like a villain and works against the United States, but he's majority a douchey hero. <laughs> oh, also, he was an overlord, by the way. Quick callback to what else have you been in? If you have you seen that? I have not. I have not. Uh cool little Nazi experimentation type movie. Oh, I have seen. Is that the one where they turn into like vampires or zombies or something? Yeah, they just like get real disfigured, but like super soldiers. So kind of <laughs> right up the alley, actually. Yeah, that was one of the ten million movies I watched when the pandemic first started. Yeah. <laughs> And the black man survives. So, audience, if you're looking for a nice little thriller <laughs> slash horror movie to watch, Overlord, right up your alley. I um, overall though, I thought this this episode really dived into what I was most excited about when we were first talking about this show was the relationship between Bucky and Sam, and not only do they do a good job of it being the funny relationship that we wanted to see between those two, but it got very serious. And I think I, I've seen some criticism to how it got serious and like in a weird way, but like, I like how emotional Bucky got with Sam. And it's like, he's like, it's not your decision to make was like, I, I, I thought it was, I thought that was really good. Yeah. I think is the, the reasoning for him being upset was perfect because the whole time you're thinking it's just because it's like you know steve was his best friend he gave it mm-hmm. to you you were supposed to keep it mm-hmm. but then he's like no nah, if he was wrong about you then he was wrong about me and if i mean we three here know about what captain america did for him and he did so much he betrayed his country for him so like yeah that yeah weighs heavy on that man's heart <laughs> that's what uh we've mentioned it before um mike robinson famous words that Captain America is a hoe but when you look at it from that viewpoint um, that he did betray his country and 
his team of fellow superheroes for his best friend. Like that's that's the type of best friend you want. Like never gave up on him. And I mean in the end, technically he was right. I mean, Cap was right that you know nothing Bucky did was Bucky's fault. So he was trying to clear his name. It just didn't work out the way I guess he had hoped. Yeah. So yes, I do think that is another layer of guilt that Bucky carries around with him. Yeah. I did see that veterans have praised it though for his portrayal. Oh really? Yeah, like uh just in, in the way that he handles PTSD. Because um, they were saying like the article I was reading was saying that a lot of veterans or, or active duty feel like shows kind of glorify, but there's no in between. It's either it's really cool to be a soldier or this guy's just completely crazy when he gets home. But it's showing him like trying to have a normal life, or at least, you know, he's trying to get better. But the uh, him sleeping on the floor. Yeah, I did notice and that. Like, I did notice that. Yeah. Because they're like, people think it's a callback to Sam and, and Steve's conversation about not being able, like the beds are too soft. Mm-hmm. But apparently like real veterans sleep on the floor because it's easier to get up if something happens. Like that's where that paranoia comes in. Oh, I didn't know that. About. But yeah, so a lot, of, a lot of people who suffer from PTSD apparently sleep on the floor because it's easier to react. So they were, they were praising his portrayal and just kind of the way he's dealing with things. The White Wolf. Mm-hmm. That was a fun call. That man. was hilarious. <laughs> oh my gosh. I was dying laughing when he said that. <laughs> Sam was like, what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> uh, I was going to say um, another funny moment was uh, the no parachute just jumping out the plane. Yeah. 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 Because I'm trying to understand what the goal. I think he was trying to catch a tree with his hand. Yeah, I guess so. Maybe. <laughs> oh. Caught the ground. Yeah. With his face. <laughs> <laughs> so I will ask you to being, you know, black males, uh, what are your thoughts on how they per- portrayed some of the stuff, especially with the cops at the end there? Um, not the end. Was that towards the end of the episode? Mm-hmm. Um, and with Sam and everything like that, how do you think they portray- portrayed race? I guess is the overall question. I personally, I feel like it's. Uh, I mean, I'm not gonna speak for Brandon personally. I feel like it's pretty accurate. Mm-hmm. Um, as a black man, I feel I don't walk around constantly thinking about race, but I also am always aware of my surroundings and how my race plays into that. Mm-hmm. So I think they've done a a good job of that because i mean they show us like yeah he's the falcon but when nobody recognizes him outside of his suit he's just another black guy yelling at a white guy in the middle of the street Mm -hmm. um so i think that was very accurate i think his reaction was very accurate because he wasn't wrong but that's also one of the things you know that's a problem we face like his reaction to that could have gotten him killed Mm -hmm. yeah but it's a natural reaction like you're going to be pissed off when you haven't done anything and someone's asking you questions that aren't any of their business. So, yep. So I think it, I think it's pretty accurate. Yeah, you pretty much hit on the head, honestly. Like you know, and especially how the cop was like, "Sir, is this man bothering you?" Like, yo, <laughs> for real. <laughs> uh, but you know, nine times out of ten, that's probably how it would go. And you know. yeah, and even down to like just just the small things, like when the kid sees him, he's like, "It's the Black Falcon." 
and he's like, "Do I say black kid?" Oh, you know? Yeah. I laughed. Just... I didn't like. I was like, "Wait, that's hilarious!" But should I be laughing? <laughs> that's like, I was just like, "Oh God, damn!" He came in, <laughs> got him right there. <laughs> yeah. So it's like it was like it's funny. It's hilarious, but it's also true. I think that might have been even more of a shot at like the comic book industry that yeah, trying to put black and every hero who happens to be black. This is true. For sure. Very true. Look at like uh Black, Black Lightning. Black Panther, Black Lightning. Yep. Black Goliath. Yep. They later changed yep. his name to, you know, just Goliath. Goliath. I'm pretty sure they yeah. put Black Green Lantern if they hadn't uh, <laughs> switched it up. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, so I, I think it's been pretty accurate. I think the first two episodes have both touched on race in different ways. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Change one mind at a time. Like, I, I hope that people watching it are, can see it and understand that's like a realistic situation i wish i had as much faith in people as you do yeah <laughs> um and his name escapes me right now but it, i mean it's essentially well no i was gonna say it's a situation like the real life situation with the gm from the toronto raptors oh, oh yeah 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 who had an incident after the finals but it's like they didn't realize who he was when it happened, and then it kind of went away because of who he is, which shouldn't have to happen if he was never wrong in the first place. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's one of those situations where people go, eh, "That doesn't really happen." So I'm kind of I'm glad that they're highlighting it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That you're gonna say go on about Isaiah. I, I he um he's a character from the comic books too, correct? Isaiah Bradley. I was really excited about that because I was not expecting to see i was more excited because as soon as the, the the grandson opened the door i already knew who he was because in the comics he is patriot um yep so he's one of the leaders of the young avengers which was a, a really fun read um who i originally i thought that's who they were there to see until he said the name so that was really cool i don't know if that'll be something down the line um, in the comics, eventually he gets into some trouble and needs a blood transfusion from his grandfather, so he ends up getting... Well, see, here's the thing, though, Darwin. This is Marvel, so even if it's not down the line, there's still always that question, because here we've actually seen the introduction of what we know. Like, we were speculating so much within WandaVision, and we didn't see any really introduction. Here, I think this is a bigger character introduction because of Patriot more than anything. Like you, yeah. you see potentially further down the line another character that they're going to introduce now that they can't introduce and, with the MCU. And there's already <clears> been rumors <throat> of Young Avengers with uh, Hawkeye's daughter mm-hmm. and Kate Bishop. Uh, yep, and not Hank Pym, but Scott Lang's daughter. Yep, because now she's older because she didn't get blipped. And she is going to be. She just got casted as somebody. Somebody, one of you two, help me. Be smarter than me. Well, uh, stature. Who? No. Who, who is it? Stature, you're saying? Stature is her, her superhero yeah. name. Yeah, but no. Um. Oh, the actress. Yes. Catherine uh, Newton. Yes, that's who it is. Catherine Newton, and she is. Um, from Freaky. Oh, I remember her. I like her. Okay. Yes. Yes, she's um from Freaky, and then she's. Uh, She's in something else. Blockers? Yeah, I don't something I just watched. I don't remember. I, I know that doesn't help you guys at all. Um and, uh I don't remember. 
yeah. She was in Detective Pikachu. That's what it was. Thank you. I was watching. All right. There we go. (laughs) Yes. So, So, yeah, they could be gearing up for Young Avengers. I know, uh, isn't Ironheart on the way? Mm -hmm. To get her on TV show. Yep. Like, so, yes, I think, think about all of the speculation we had with WandaVision on that, like, you know, oh, hey, this is going to happen. This is going to happen. They slide that in very nicely right there for you because that's that's a huge character right there. I can't think of anybody who can like exactly. think that far so, in the future because they're playing like they have, here trying. yeah. <laughs> and for I know it is hated amongst among most nerds, but for those who have watched uh, Big Bang Theory, they are playing 3D chess while we are playing uh, checkers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm cool with that though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hey, they know what they're doing, man. They got like the next five to ten years just already planned out, and I'm like, you know, DC. I think you should take a couple notes. Uh-huh. Just, just write it down. Just write it down. I know, I know how I say that. I remember. I don't have to write it down, but then eventually I don't. And I have to make something up on the fly. Hmm. So I, I have a question for you before we dive into, and we may have already asked this question, but. Um... We'll continue on with our Falcon and Winter Soldier review. So, Brandon, what were your thoughts on the show, man? Uh, I personally really liked this show so far. Um, it's given me pretty much everything that I want. Uh, they got to go up against a crew of super soldiers. Uh, don't really know how that's going to fare. But, um, you know, hey, man, I'm with it. And, uh, yeah, man. I, oh. Also, random, but I just found this out. So, you know, uh, fake Captain America's, like, sidekick, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Apparently, Dwayne McDuffie was, like, someone who helped create that character. Oh, that's cool. Cool. For yeah. long-time listeners, Dwayne McDuffie um, helped start uh, Milestone. That's really cool. Yeah. Like, what has that man touched? <laughs> mm-hmm. I said, he was Kevin Feige before Kevin Feige uh, was, I was gonna say something. Kevin Feige. Obviously, I'm stupid, but no. <laughs> uh, we'll all use our imaginations. Uh, yeah, please. <laughs> um, but no, I'm I'm sorry, Brandon. Were you were you finished oh. with your review? Yeah, I don't want to interrupt you. Yeah, I mean, honestly, that was it. Like, I just really liked everything. Uh, I'm interested to see where this goes. I wish they had just taken uh just follow Bucky's plan from the beginning kicked his ass and taking the shield back yes yeah i'll say that's probably the only part i don't like that they're just playing it up to like he's at peak human performance level thank you it's like he's tossing that shield like like he's got something else going on i was uh, he was tossing that shield like he's got something else going on but he got the shit kicked out of him by those super soldiers yeah he did which was great to see right when he get like i know he saved him and then got shit kicked out of them. I was like, good. <laughs> put them put them in place. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm I'm really I'm a, I'm assuming it's coming, but I'm really waiting for this showdown between those two and Bucky and Sam. Mm-hmm. I think that with this one, I'm I'm just as Brandon just kind of said, I'm along for the ride on this. I, we kind of didn't know what we were going to get with WandaVision, so we were speculating so much. This we know. It's just like, this is good fun. Like, 
those were movie scene battles. Two freaking eighteen wheelers driving next to each other while you got people jumping up and down on it. Like that's just yeah. fun. That's fun to watch. I, I got I got a question for you guys about that scene. If you're driving along and you see that shit happening in front of no, you, no, are you gonna keep following? Yeah. Yeah, I was just wondering, like the car that catches him essentially. <laughs> like, it would have made more sense for like him to fly on the back. But <laughs> just like, why are you still following at this point? Heck no, you're crazy. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's probably cool to see that, but uh, I'm gonna pull over to the side of the road. <laughs> well, before we go, get into um, well, if there's anything else you guys want to add, I'm just I'm excited to see Zemo next week or this Friday. This Friday, it'll be good. It'll be good. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, really quickly, just I just want a number. I want a number. And we may have already asked this before. I don't remember if we have. How much does it take? How much does DC have to pay Feige to come over and take over their universe? Is it a billion dollars? Like, realistically. Like, what's, what's, what's your net profit at the end of the day if you pay Feige? Let's say you pay Feige half a billion dollars to come over and take over your DCU, and he does what he did to DC. You're making that within your first couple movies, so it's clearly worth it right off the bat. Like, so the Marvel Cinematic Universe series is the highest-grossing fr- film franchise in the world as of November 2020, with a total worldwide box office revenue of 22.56 billion U.S. dollars. Okay. Just say pay pay Feige a billion then. If I'm him, I'm asking for five. That's a fraction. <laughs> like, look at my resume. <laughs> That's what, I don't know if they'd have enough cash on hand, like up front. <laughs> Definitely think they'd have to work out some kind of like ten year plan. Yeah. Five hundred million a year over ten years. <laughs> a year. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Is there even a number though that Feige leaves that? There, there couldn't be. I don't, I don't think, I don't think there's a number Disney would match. That's true too. And if they like, if it got to that point, you got to think somebody. I don't know if he's, I don't know if he's one of those people that's just like paranoid. So it's like one of those things like, I taught you everything you know, but not everything I know. But you got to think like there's somebody that's waiting to like ascend to that role that he's been training. Mm-hmm. John Favreau. Oh. True. So I would think there probably is a number where Marvel's like, okay, go. Cause we got it from here. <laughs> but I do think they would match for a while. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's never happening. Feige doesn't seem like a guy to leave either. Yeah. 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 He has a deep love for this stuff. And I mean, he hasn't seemed any kind of like in the way of a malcontent. So, I, like, I'm pretty sure the work environment in Marvel is pretty nice. So, why leave? Yeah. Why go to DC where clearly the work environment is not the best right now? And <laughs> your content you're putting out isn't that great either. Uh, so, yeah. all right. That just that was a side thought. Okay. Let's talk about it, folks. Invincible. This um, man. <laughs> so we are only going to talk about the first episode tonight, um, because that is all Bra- uh, Darwin has seen. But 
Man, this show is fun. It is. Right from jump. It, yeah. They and, get right uh, to it. They do. Shout out to Omni Man. He's got the best hands in the universe. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, uh, I'm, go ahead. No, I just said we talked about it before we even saw it, but the voice cast is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. I appreciate Amazon's pause feature that tells you who's in a scene. <laughs> so, Robert Kirkman just called in all the favors? Oh, yeah. Uh, seems like it, yeah. Him and Seth Rogen, dude. Yeah. So, um, Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg, his writing partner? Am I pronouncing that right? Mm-hmm. Um, yep. They're actually doing a uh, an Invincible, like, movie. So, that's how, like, they got involved, actually. Like, that yeah, was funny. Uh, yeah. And then his buddy from freaking The League is in it. Yes. He's a voice. He, you haven't seen him yet, Doron. He's in the second, it starts in the second episode, but... I mean, the show starts off. I mean, I'm so when I'm watching it, I'm like, you know, so this is a good show. This is a fun coming of age show for this, you know, kid, you know, realizing his superhero powers and everything. And you don't see too much of the gore. And I'm sitting there thinking, hey, Brandon said this. They said this show's <laughs> gonna be kind of gory and everything. Like, what the hell right. happened? And then it's just like right after the credits are going, I'm like, I'm, I start to get up to go to bed, I think. And then that happens. <laughs> I was just like, what the fuck did I just watch? Yeah. If, if the So is Seth Rogen working on a live action movie? I am not entirely sure whether it would be live action or yeah. animated. Because I don't know if I can handle something like that in live action. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that'd be kind of nasty. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely rated R. Do not take your children, folks. Do not take your children. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. What is that? Deadpool what? says this is. <laughs> <laughs> your girlfriend said this was a good idea. <laughs> a love story. Why the fuck are you eating shish kebab? <laughs> Yeah, this this one is not for the kids. No, like you said, it's a, it's a. I mean, the first episode, the only one I've seen, it was a good story. Probably realistic if a teenager woke up with powers, they're gonna go try them out. Mm-hmm. Do something stupid. <laughs> also, man, like, how many comic book universes is J.K. Simmons in at this moment? Right. All of them. We talked about that last week. <laughs> oh, did we? Oh, okay. Yeah. Yes, I know. I was just saying because we were watching. I mean, Justice League, and then you're talking about Spider Man and this now, and yeah. I mean, was, yeah, two versions, two different Marvel universes. Yep. The DC universe. Now he's here. Probably missing something. Oh, I'm sure we are. Yeah, he's been in a lot of stuff. He's been acting since like the '80s. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, that was pretty, but they kind of, you know, they modeled his, like the character, he looks like his character, so his character looks like him. Yeah. Thought that was cool. Oh, he's in, um, he's, he voices General Eiling in the, uh, Justice League cartoon from the early 2000s. <laughs> Justice League Unlimited. I just thought about that. Well, there you go. 
could you say Kirkman's probably created? I think, I think you could put it like that, or you could put it like he's probably like a modern or, I don't know, modern, more recent uh, Stan Lee type. I mean, like, and I, it might be a little bit more impressive. He did it outside of the umbrella, like he didn't have all that backing. Because we know, for the, the, a little comic book history, we know the image revolution started from creators and artists feeling like they weren't getting enough, you know, compensation and due compared to the writers, and they, and the big, the big two DC and Marvel were taking credit for all the stuff that they were creating. So they created their own comic book company called image comics and a lot of it started with spawn and a couple others but kirkman started with them and did the walking dead and invincible from there and both of those i mean like those are i i'm saying invincible is going to be a hit show but you know being a little bit preemptive but the walking dead we're talking about what 11 seasons with a spinoff like all from him yeah yeah and if i mean if you're a comic book becomes a tv show you're doing something right mm-hmm. and he said twice yep, <laughs> yeah exactly yeah and i mean like it the popularity has waned a little bit but the walking dead at one point in time was probably one, like the best tv show on television i would agree with that i think at one point in time walking dead was the most popular tv show on television easily yeah <clears throat> well i'm excited to see what they have that has moving forward uh how many episodes is this going to be? I am not entirely sure. I thought I saw something that said 10, but don't quote me on that. I think that'll be a fun little watch, you know, a little nice little break uh, from everything going on else. So anything else you guys wanted to add about uh, Invincible? Um, I was going to say to introduce this question, do we even want to talk about that scene? Uh, I mean, yeah. <laughs> you can I will let you take this answer. Ah. Oh, well, sorry. 8 episodes. It's going to be 8. Oh, damn. Dang, so it'll short. be it'll be done by April 30th is the last episode. Hmm. Yeah, kind of like what you said. I was sitting there watching thinking it was over. It's like I'll you guys had already texted me said it was good, so I was like I'll watch this right before I go to bed. It'll be Nice little wind down. <laughs> and then I uh, sat there for 20 minutes processing what I just watched after it went off. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, spoiler alert. <laughs> uh, Omni-Man just murdered everybody, like, in gruesome fashion. I don't even know. I don't think you did. I mean, obviously, I don't think words can ever do this justice, but that's murdering somebody is, I think, very calmly put. Of yeah, excuse me. He ripped people apart. <laughs> he squished people's heads like grapes and watched them explode. <laughs> Which, and I'm sorry, like, I can't even remember the dude's name. The Flash, clearly the guy based on the Flash, um, read something. Yeah. I don't know. Like when he's having that conversation with his girlfriend, he's like, everyone talking is agonizing to me. It's just super slow. Like I process things faster. Made mm-hmm. me think that that could be that much more painful for him. Like anybody, yeah, it hurts to have your head slowly crushed. But if you look at the number of times he hit 
Omni-Man while he was crushing his head. Yeah. It's oh, just man. like... The desperation you have to feel. Like, you're trying to... But he's just not budging. And your friends are watching. <laughs> like, can y'all do something, please? <laughs> That's what, yeah, like, nobody tried to help him. Because <laughs> at that point, he was the first one to get it. So, like, no one else had died, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, he was like, the... jump him. <laughs> right. And I don't remember any of their names. I'm sorry, but the the no Batman knockoff. <laughs> yeah, they're going now. The, the back the Batman knockoff kind of got the ragdoll treatment. Yeah, he did. The bitch dude got his head knocked off the mace. I don't know what he thought he was doing. <laughs> like that little water. Get that little squirtle out of, get out of here. Uh, I feel like that was a hilarious play on Aquaman too, about how everybody always says Aquaman yeah. is a bitch. <laughs> and list, yeah, and they're just like, yeah, I don't really want to hang out with <laughs> witnessed in comics, pop culture. I mean, it could be a comic book, it could be movies, television. Like, what is something you watched that really just had you stuck and processing what you just looked at? And it doesn't necessarily have to be gross, just like sheer wow factor. Like, what was that? I got a few. And I'll go first with this one because I wanted to make sure no one else said mine. So the one I thought (laughs) of right away, and if you if you do it correctly, I think it's still one of in pop culture the biggest wow what just happened moments. And I think you guys might know what I'm going with when I'm saying do it correctly. But if you actually watch Star Wars in the correct order. And you sit there, and the order they came out in, and then in the second Return of the Jedi, I mean, excuse me, uh, Empire Strikes Back, um, you hear Darth Vader say, I am your father. Like, you're shitting yourself. You're just like, I I mean, I was so young when that happened, but I still remember being like, wait, what? (laughs) Like, think if if you, like, gave that to, like, a nerd, like, if, think if you did that to us now. And we saw that we would just like our minds would be blown, like social media would be blowing up everywhere about that. Oh, definitely. So I I think that's like that was the first one I thought of because it wasn't just like a a gross movement, but like it it was like a, you know, uh, that was the one I was just like, yeah, that one still people still talk about it today. Like that's an iconic line today. 50 years removed or whatever it is 30 40 years removed yes uh, it's a rap reference you hear at least once a year in some stuff yeah <laughs> but yeah I, okay I, that was the big one i wanted to say i will let you guys go because i, I feel like all these are like quick moments just to talk about and they're fun just to like kind of relive so go for it what you got brandon um well, I figured, you know, Falcon and Winter Soldier, one of the biggest, like, WTF moments. Um, and I knew this was, like, a big moment in history because my mom actually came to me to talk about it one time. And, like, it was in, like, all the papers. But when Captain America was shot in the comics, that was, like, one of, like, the big, like, people in, like, national newspapers wrote about it. <laughs> And, like, my mom, who doesn't care anything about this comic stuff, she even came to me and said, did you hear that they killed Captain America? And I was like, what? Okay, how you know about that? <laughs> no, that's 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 real. Yeah. That's um, I like that. 
And I got, well, yeah, um, that's my one. I got some more, but uh, I'll let Dio go for his. Um, so, have you guys heard of uh, Ultra Mega? Ultra Mega? No, I haven't. So, it's a comic book that came out last week, week before last. I don't know. I just thought I'd pick it up because I'm going to read you guys a um, synopsis really quick. But a uh, cosmic plague is spread, transforming everyday people into violent monstrous kaiju. Only the Ultra Mega, three individuals imbued with incredible powers, hold the line against the madness. So, and I don't know if you guys are going to read it, but it was like a fun. I don't, even, I don't know if it's a one off. Well, no, it seems like it's going to be much more but long story short the ultra mega the three people with these powers turn into like these giants to fight these monsters and at some point one of the giants uh loses and explodes which i did not see coming and rains literally like rains blood on the city yeah like to the point like the streets are flooded cars are covered like literal blood like raining and flooding and I was just like, what did I just read? Yeah. Jesus. That's crazy. Yeah. Came out of nowhere. was not expecting that. So it was like a fun one-off thing. Probably something I won't pick up again. But um, yeah. that was that was for a comic. And then, I mean, there's so many moments in the boys TV show. Oh, yes. Um, <laughs> yes. I mean, we can uh, just, we could go, we could spend the next hour talking about how many messed up movies there are in the boys TV show. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I think the one that probably caught me, the only reason I'm going to say it's my top WTF moment because it caught me the most off guard was a lamplighter committing suicide. Did not see that coming. Yeah. Just lighting up like that. All he we had to do was just sit there. (laughs) Yep. So. I would say from that, it's still him jacking off. Like, you knew it was coming because you read about it, but you like for him, for you really to see him jerking off across the city, like, this my fucking city. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. Dude is a psycho. Yeah. The whole uh, love sausage thing, too. Because I didn't know. (laughs) No pun intended. I'm surprised no one said the red wedding. I I kept that off limits because I figured that's what you were gonna say, Paul. No, so I actually I, I thought of Game of Thrones. So the red wedding, I read like I read that, and I didn't. So I had kind of like anticipated it from the show. I knew it was coming from the show's perspective. So uh... like reading it. Hmm, let me. How do I say this correctly? I love reading stuff and reading books before they come movies or reading books after they are movies. This was one of those few times where I feel like the TV show went above and beyond what I could have ever imagined in my mind, because I don't know if you guys have read game of Thrones, but it's all from point of view. So it's not very much him describing what else is going on in it's like this is specifically from my perspective so like i don't know what else might be happening other places you know mm-hmm. so the red wedding though written well the tv show did it great justice so like but i knew it was coming but i was still still surprised by that but i was actually gonna say put the game of thrones on there for like one of the more disappointing aha moments was when everybody was like oh john snow is a targaryen like 
I think like their buildup was so big for that. And then it, when we came out and saw it, we were all kind of like, oh, okay. And then nothing happened out of that, really. <laughs> yeah, true. So, I think for me, because I watched Game of Thrones after everyone else, I mean, I caught up before the series ended. I had already, you know, heard references to the Red Wedding and mm-hmm. on Twitter. So I kind of, I like, I, I knew something was coming. I didn't know exactly what it was. So it didn't catch me too off guard. Yeah. So I think for me, um, for that show, it was, I thought the mountain was finally going down and then he crushed my oh, man's uh, head. That had me like, yeah, yeah, I was not prepared for that. So. That's he true. did, that, he that did say the words that he wanted him to say. That one was that one was good. or when um not Joffrey um the little one, the younger uh, one just jumps off the fucking like jumps. You mean walked right out the window? <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah, fair enough. Walked right out the damn window. Yeah, didn't see that coming. Hey, his wife was dead. Man was distraught. But yeah, it, it had a couple moments. For us, we knew it was coming because we've read the comic before. But seriously, I mean, Infinity Wars, dude, like at that moment, that was the height of people wanting to go see Marvel movies. It coming off of Black Panther crushing it, and then you get him just killing half of the universe. Granted, people were like, "Okay, yeah, that that that's not gonna stick," but. Good yeah. lord, that was a talking point. Good lord, they did it. You know, like you're like, okay. And then leading into Endgame, oh, you shit, you killed Captain America too? I mean, uh, Iron Man? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think so. Cap using Thor's hammer. Oh, yeah. That was fun. Yeah. That was good. I don't know if you guys ever do it. Every now and then, somebody will post one on social media there uh this is kind of another tangent but um they were recording in the theater when um the heroes are brought back mm-hmm. and you hear sam say on your left oh, i God, still I like when i watch those oh, i yes. still get, i watched one yesterday and like the hair on my arm stood up but mm-hmm. with that being said james cameron avatar could <laughs> never <laughs> Uh, I had a pretty crazy moment. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know if you guys have ever read this comic, but uh, there was a big event in DC about maybe eleven, twelve years ago called uh the Blackest Night. Mm-hmm. First issue. People are just getting folded all kinds of crazy <laughs> and turn it into black lantern zombies and you're just like yo this is nuts and then you go on to watch what happened I want to say last year uh, Justice League Apocalypse War where pretty mm-hmm. much every major superhero got clapped up something crazy the worst of which my man John Stewart he was saying the oath they're trying to recharge and then uh no, <laughs> he got burnt to a crisp along with the rest of every single Green Lantern on Oa. <laughs> man, yeah, yeah, those moments are up there. DC, man, DC, I, I swear they got like everything they need, but they just don't in live action, they just can't get it right. 
No, they can't. Uh, going for a comic book for me, um, a recent one of just like, not, what the fuck moment was Berserker. And this goes to kind of how Invincible was. Uh, Berserker backstory is the Keanu Reeves uh, comic where he's an invincible soldier. He kills a man by punching through his stomach and grabbing his spine out and then using his that man's spine to kill another man. <laughs> That's some real... Uh... You ended up reading that, right, Dio? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you know exactly what I'm talking about then. Real real Mortal Kombat finisher. <laughs> right? I was just like, what the fuck did I just see? <laughs> Which that show will be on, that movie will be on Netflix, so um, live action. Hoping that I see that one. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's going to be a must watch. Yeah, you got to put something like that in there. They probably will. Netflix is getting a little, uh, I'm pretty sure, a little desperate for content. So they're going to do whatever they can to bring people in. Have you guys watched, like checked out Netflix recently? Mm-mm. It's not great. Uh, yeah, I can't say that I have. So uh, before we dive divulge again into Netflix, any other crazy <laughs> what the fuck moments? <laughs> From uh, anything pop culture wise, um, those are the ones that came to mind for me. I'm sure there's plenty of stuff on this. Oh, I'm sure there's plenty. Uh, yeah, I mean, those are like the only two that really kind of I wrote down. So, mm-hmm. I mean, there's like I can think of some silly moments off the top of my head, but yeah, yeah. I think we all oh. know. So. Maybe like the death of Spider Man for sure. I mean, from a comic book perspective, you talk about deaths. Everybody was up in arms about the death of, death of Superman, thinking that they're going to put their kids through college by buying that comic book. <laughs> oh. oh, man. That's probably never a uh, good idea. I knew about it before I actually read it, so I'm sure the people reading it for the first time and seeing Gwen Stacy die mm-hmm. was crazy. Oh, I'm sure it was. Um, well, if we cannot think of any more what the fuck moments, which I'm sure we will figure out and think through the week and remind each other throughout the whole week of those moments, (laughs) I believe it is closing time, gentlemen. So as always, it has been a pleasure. And as always, I will let these two fine gentlemen sign off for the night. All right. Have a good week, everybody. All right, guys. Everybody be safe out there. Enjoy Falcon and the Winter Soldier and some Invincible and some King Kong and some Godzilla. What a week and what a world we live in to say all those things at one time. (laughs) (laughs) King Kong, baby. Oh, yeah. (laughs)